We're about to read Genesis 24. Now this chapter is the eighth longest chapter in the Bible. So if you've been used to me reading for three or four minutes to read a chapter, we're about to read a much longer one. So I'm letting you know. <laughs> but it's a great story. Abraham was old and well stricken in age. Yahweh had blessed Abraham in all things. Abraham said to his servant, the elder of his house, who ruled over all that he had, Please put your hand under my thigh. I will make you swear by Yahweh, the God of heaven and the God of the earth, that you shall not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live. But you shall go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, What if the woman isn't willing to follow me to this land? Must I bring your son again to the land that you came from? Abraham said to him, Beware that you don't bring my son there again. Yahweh, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my birth, who spoke to me and who swore to me, saying, I will give this land to your seed or offspring. He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. If the woman isn't willing to follow you, then you'll be clear of this oath. Only you shall not bring my son there again. The servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. The servant took ten camels of his master's camels and departed, having all goodly things of his master's in his hand. He arose and went to Mesopotamia to the city of Nahor. He made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time that women go out to draw water. He said, Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, please give me success this day and show kindness to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water. The daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let it happen that the young lady of whom I will say, Please let down your pitcher that I may drink. She will say, Drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. Let the same be she who you have appointed for your servant Isaac. Thereby will I know that you have shown kindness to my master. It happened before he had done speaking that, behold, Rebekah came out, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, with her pitcher on her shoulder. The young lady was very beautiful to look at, a virgin. Neither had any man known her. She went down to the spring, filled her pitcher and came up. The servant ran to meet her and said, please give me a drink, a little water from your pitcher. She said, drink my Lord. She hurried and let down her pitcher on her hand and gave him drink. When she had done giving him drink, she said, I will also draw for your camels until they have done drinking. She hurried and emptied her pitcher into the trough and ran again to the well to draw and drew for all his camels. The man looked steadfastly at her, holding his peace to know whether Yahweh had made his journey prosperous or not. It happened as the camels had done drinking that the man took a golden ring of half a shekel weight and two bracelets for her hands of ten shekels weight of gold, and said, Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, 
Is there room in your father's house for us to lodge in? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She said moreover to him, We have both straw and provender enough and room to lodge in. The man bowed his head and worshipped Yahweh. He said, Blessed be Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth towards my master. As for me, Yahweh has led me in the way to the house of my master's relatives. The young lady ran and told her mother's house about these words. Rebekah had a brother, and his name was Laban. Laban ran out to the man, to the spring. It happened when he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's hands, and when he heard the words of Rebekah, his sister, saying, This is what the man said to me, that he came to the man. Behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, you blessed of Yahweh. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and room for the camels. The man came into the house and he unloaded the camels. He gave straw and provender for the camels and water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Food was set before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have told my message. He said, speak on. He said, I am Abraham's servant. Yahweh has blessed my master greatly. He has become great. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, men servants and maidservants, camels and donkeys. Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old. He has given all that he has to him. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son of the daughters of the Canaanites in whom I live, but you shall go to my father's house and to my relatives and take a wife for my son. I said to my master, What if the woman will not follow me? He said to me, Yahweh, before whom I walk, will send his angel with you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife for my son of the relatives and of my father's house. Then will you be clear from my oath. When you come to my relatives, if they don't give her to you, you shall be clear of my oath. I came this day to the spring and said, Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, if now you do prosper my way which I go. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water. Let it happen that the maiden who comes forth to draw, to whom I will say, Give me, I pray you a little water from your pitcher to drink, she will tell me, drink, and I will also draw for your camels. Let the same be the woman whom Yahweh has appointed for my master's son. Before I had done speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came forth with her pitcher on her shoulder. She went down to the spring and drew. I said to her, please let me drink. She hurried and let down her pitcher from her shoulder and said, drink, and I will also give your camels a drink. So I drank, and she made the camels drink also. I asked her and said, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethuel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bare to him. I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her hands. I bowed my head and worshipped Yahweh and blessed Yahweh, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me in the right way to take my master's brother's daughter for his son. Now, if you will deal kindly and truly with my master, tell me, if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand 
or to the left. Then Laban and Bethuel answered, The thing proceeds from Yahweh. We can't speak to you, bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be your master's son's wife, as Yahweh has spoken. It happened that when Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself to the earth to Yahweh. The servant brought forth jewels of silver and jewels of gold and clothing and gave them to Rebekah. He gave also to her brother and to her mother precious things. They ate and drank, he and the men who were with him, and stayed all night. They rose up in the morning, and he said, Send me away to my master. Her brother and her mother said, Let the young lady stay with us a few days, at least ten. After that she will go. But he said to them, Don't hinder me, seeing Yahweh has prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. They said, We will call the young lady and ask her. They called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. They sent away Rebekah, their sister, with her nurse, Abraham's servant, and his men. They blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you be the mother of thousands, of ten thousands, and let your seed possess the gate of those who hate them. Rebekah arose with her ladies. They rode on the camels and followed the men. The servant took Rebekah and went this way. Isaac came from the way of Beer Lahai Roy, for he lived in the land of the south. Isaac went out to meditate in the field at the evening. He lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, there were camels coming. Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel. She said to the servant, Who is the man who is walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. She took her veil and covered herself. The servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebekah and she became his wife. He loved her. Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. It is a long chapter. Abraham is um, quite elderly when this happens, around about 140 years of age. Obviously, he's a bit too old to travel. And um, some of the biblical commentators, like Ellicott's commentary, they s suggest that this journey from where Abraham was to where Bethuel was was a 17-day journey on camel. So it's a 34-day ret return trip, at least. And the servant took 10 camels. So that's a lot of stuff. So he's very wealthy, and Abraham had a lot of gifts for the family. But when they get there, the servant prays and he says, Oh Lord, be kind to my master. And um, this servant, it's, it, this isn't the type of servant situation we think of when we think of like North American black slavery. This is a different type of situation. And, and in other videos later on, we'll talk about slavery. But this servant, he, he's, he's a part of Abraham's house and he loves Abraham and he's on Abraham's side. And he prays, Lord, show kindness to my master. And before he'd finished praying, God answers. I've seen this in my life in so many ways in day-to-day -day life. I, you know, not just with big important things like you know, getting married, 
but even things like driving into the car, to the shops and saying, Lord, thank you for a car park. <laughs> I'm just astounded as you drive in, there's like a car backing out right near the main entrance. It happens so often. And uh, I used to have a web hosting business, or well, I still do, but I used to be the only employee in that. And I'd have to offer support to people 24 hours a day. And if I wanted a day off, I'd say to the Lord, Lord, give me a day of no support request. And I'd be astounded how I'd go a whole Saturday or a whole weekend and no one would ask for help. It, just astounding. And of course, skeptical people, they think, oh, it's just coincidence. But no, the Lord, he's with us. He walks with us. And as we pray about day-to-day -day practical stuff, he just answers prayers. And he did it for this servant here. And as soon as the servant had, no sooner had he finished praying and the Lord had sent this girl along and answered his prayer so quickly. And it's just, it, always, it just never ceases to amaze me how God is just with us when we love him and we walk with him. And you, you've heard the whole story of how God set this marriage up. And so when, when he puts the rings on the girl, he puts these two gold bracelets on her arms and the gold ring in her nose, it says there that it weighed 10 and a half shekels of gold. That's a weight. And, um, and I did my, my sums. Uh, of course, you know, I could be wrong because it's a long time ago and you're trying to calculate through various steps. But I estimated that these gold bracelets were worth six to 7,000 American dollars. And we only just read in the last chapter about Abraham buying a field for burying his wife and he paid maybe about $8,000. So here we've got him spending almost as much money on jewelry for his future daughter-in-law as what he spent buying an entire block of land for burying his wife in the previous chapter. So, you know, this is just, and then it says later in the chapter, he gave more gifts. And I guess, you know, when, when Rebecca saw this, um, she was probably put at ease. And, and you imagine you're, you're um, Rebecca's father, Bethuel, and suddenly you've got, uh, you know, like a bloke turns up out of the, the blue and he, he, he's got, he wants to take your daughter away. <laughs> well, I think the fact that he came with wealth and, he, and he's related to, the, he's a family relative and all of that would have put him at ease and because the circumstances seemed good. But the, the one thing above it all was that God was in it and the story itself just demonstrated that God was in it. And I think for Bethuel and for Laban, Rebecca's brother, just acknowledging, you know, the Lord is in this. It helps to put you at ease. And um, for us in life, we sometimes have circumstances that seem really good. You know, things are lining up money-wise or things are lining up decision-wise with, with career or job or family. And sometimes you can think, oh, this is definitely the thing to do because it just seems correct. But you have to watch out that it's just circumstances. You have to make sure God's in it. And in this story, circumstances were good, but God was in it as well. And we always need to make sure that the things we choose to do, that the Lord is in them. And one of the ways of making sure is, of course, to be prayerful, just like this servant was. So, Father, I ask you to help, help us to be prayerful people, just like the servant of Abraham. Help us to be people who won't make a decision unless you're in it and who won't look at circumstances only, but help us to be a people who look for God in the decision that needs to be made. So, Father, guide us in this regard. In Jesus' name. Amen.